this is Hope and Grant Garcia. We are so excited to be starting this new podcast in 2019. And as many of you know, we have had a YouTube channel uh, where we explore different topics related to the prophetic, uh, spiritual gifts, dreams, visions, and the supernatural. And we just kind of got thinking creatively that we wanted to also have a new creative project with this podcast of making something that's more accessible on the go. Um, Just something, you know, our friends could listen to in the car, for example, and just get some encouragement with God. Um, And also, we are just so blessed here at IHOPKC to have such an incredible community of believers around us and people who love uh, a deeper life in the Lord. And we wanted to just be able to record and share some of those conversations of the topics that we have, you know, around the dinner table here in Kansas City and just um, bring our other friends who live around the globe in on that. Um, So yeah, if you like it, stay tuned for other good content. Give us a good rating and share with a friend. What's up, guys? My name is Grant Garcia. This is my friend, Brian Wilson. How you doing? We're coming to you today. We want to share a little bit what's on our heart regarding encountering the Lord and encounters. Mm -hmm. So to open this up, I wanted to ask you, Brian, uh, let's talk about defining encountering the Lord and defining encounters. Sure. Just share some of the things you were sharing with me earlier. Yeah, sure. So to sum it up, basically, an encounter with God is when the truth of eternity, when that eternal realm, when it touches you, when it moves you, when it it moves your emotions in a moment on earth. Um, And what I mean is, you know, not emotionalism, but for an example, you could think about the fact that Jesus died on the cross. Um, Yeah. You know, you can know that intellectually, you can read that, you can have faith in that. But when that moment, when it washes over you and it touches you and it moves your emotions. I believe that is when you are encountering God. That is when, when the Lord is breathing on something and, and moving you. So many times we get caught up with the idea that, you know, only the big encounters are valid encounters when an angel shows up or you have this prophetic dream or, uh, you know, the Lord sovereignly comes and, you know, sprinkles gold dust in a meeting all that stuff is awesome and i want more experiences like that i want honestly i am missing for god to come encounter me when i first got saved he came and encountered me all the time but then he started to teach me the veil is open you can come to me and you can come encounter me um and so i just want to affirm those little encounters that you have when the still small voice happens when Um, God's just breathing when God's depositing joy or giving you strength in your day all these things can be ways of literally God encountering you and and it's really important for us to realize those moments are actually God dude that's awesome Uh, let me just share something uh, out of Hebrews 5 I just want to hear some of your thoughts on it okay so Hebrews 5 uh, verse 11 about this we have much to say and it's hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing mm. verse 12 for though by this time you ought to be teachers 
You need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he is a child. Now verse 14. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. Mm. Could you kind of just touch on that yeah. discerning your senses, training your senses, trained to yeah. discern? Yeah. So um, basically this verse, at the beginning of it, it says, we want to tell you more about this, but it's hard because your senses have gone dull. And he's, he's about to start teaching them about the order of Melchizedek, the new covenant priesthood. Um, but they're finding it difficult uh, to understand because their senses, they, they can't hear. Uh, they ought to be teachers by now. But he gives this analogy between two different things. He gives a, a word picture of somebody that swallows milk versus the mature who chew meat. Um, and so sometimes we think that this is basically talking about... Um, you know, deep teachings, uh, or... deep teachings versus shallow teachings. So yeah. we think milk is like the basic teachings, whereas give me the meat is like, give me some of that new revelation, that deep teaching. <laughs> oh, I want the meat, you know, stop giving me the milk. Give me the meat. That's kind of how we've, we've interpreted this idea, this language. But really what's happening here is, is he saying, what are you doing with the doctrine that you've been given? Are you swallowing it like an infant swallows milk or are you chewing it like meat? So it's not the, the doctrine is the same. It's what you do with the doctrine mm. that determines whether it's milk or whether it's meat. And so wow, the job, true. the job isn't for uh, us to give you fresh revelation. It's for you to take the word and chew on it until it reveals in you and, and it starts to manifest in you. And it literally trains your senses. And so we actually have a picture of somebody who takes the word, um, you know, reads it, goes, oh, amen, that's good. Look, swallows it down and goes about their day. Or somebody who <laughs> reads the word and goes, mm, that's good. Mm, mm. And yeah. I'm just going to chew on over. that for a while. Wow, that was good. And they just keep biting into it. They keep biting into it. The same passage, you know. And they keep it alive in their mind and by just that chewing yeah. on the word. And through that process, we like to call meditating on the word of God. Yes. Your senses are trained to discern good and evil. And, and you have the ability to then understand deeper truths and deeper doctrines. I'm thinking about uh, what you just said, meditating on the word. I'm thinking of like Psalms. Uh, like think, I think it's 119 where it talks about your word. Uh, is light yeah. like it, it talks about open the eyes of my understanding mm, that I might yeah. see wondrous things from your law and I know you talked to me earlier about Joshua chapter 1 where it says mm. meditate on the law day and night yeah. um, could you give a, just a couple of quick yeah. helpful practical tips on how to start meditating on the word of God yeah okay so you know he said Joshua 1 8 he brought that up um, and I just want to just run that home for a second. Joshua 1, 8, they're about to enter the promised land. And God says, be strong and courageous. And then he says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. And you will be prosperous and have success in all that you do. And the same thing in Psalms 1, he says, how blessed is the man who does not walk with all these jacked up people, 
But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He will be like a tree planted by living water. You know, he will bear fruit in season. His leaves won't wither. All that he does will prosper. That is the promise to the man who meditates on the word of God. So what does that mean? Literally, to meditate means to think about something. Like you literally, everyone meditates all the time. You are thinking about something. Um, and so are you thinking about vain thoughts? Are you thinking about good things? Or are you thinking about the word of God? What is your meditation mm -hmm. on? Um, if you can manage to keep it on the word of God, there is a blessing in store for you. But practically, um, there are tools in the Bible, like the, the Lord teaches um, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Even in Joshua 1.8, it says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you mm. shall meditate in it. And in that passage, it, li it literally means uh, to mumble over and over. So you're keeping it alive in your mouth. You're speaking the word speaking of God out. out. Faith comes by hearing. And so you're engaging faith wow. as, you're, as you're speaking the word of God out. And you're just helping yourself keep your mind focused, sort of memorizing it, washing wow. yourself with the water of the word, um, writing it out is another thing. It, it, it talks about scribe these letters down. The Bible tells you to write out the Bible. Um, so read the Bible, say the Bible, write it out. The Bible actually tells you to sing the Bible, sing yeah. a new song to the Lord. But it actually, <laughs> I mean, the whole good. book of songs, Psalms is a song, psalms. Unto, song and poetry unto the Lord that's yeah. meant to be sung to him. So sing the Bible, read it, write it, say it out so you hear it, sing it out. So yeah. I encourage you, pick a little phrase um, in the Bible and meditate yeah. on it. Chew on that little phrase and, and watch what happens to you. And so, like Grant, how would for you, yeah. how would you um, pick a phrase, pick a Bible verse to meditate yeah. on? How do, you, how do you do that? Yeah, well, one way that I do is, you know, at, in reading scriptures, just take a chapter, kind of read it, read it slowly and then just kind of when you find something that kind of gets your attention mm. that's something like i i look for so if there's like i'm reading a chapter of like john right chapter john chapter one and i'm reading through it and i'm enjoying the passage i'm usually i try to read it out loud so i can yeah. hear it yeah so when i when i find that one verse or little passage that stands out to me like let's say you know the is the one the phrase that says you know jesus explains the Father, he explains uh, John 1, 18. Uh, I'll take that that little passage and I'll start to just speak it and I'll pray it and I'll say, yeah, let me just look it up real quick. Yeah. Uh, John 1. Let's see. I love this verse. It says, uh, no one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. So that little passage, he has made him known. I'll just say, Lord, you, Jesus, you revealed the Father. You've made him known. I'll start to pray it. I'll write out that little passage, and I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll look at it. I'll, I'll think about it. I'll, 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 I'll allow the Holy Spirit, I'll ask him to help me. Help me to see this. I'll, I'll thank him for this passage. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of just, I bounce it back with the Holy Spirit in my heart, with my speech. I'll pray in the Spirit, and I'll sing it. Um, it's kind of the, the ways I just kind of allow the Holy Spirit to come and, and unveil things to me. And yeah. usually there you'll start to see things yeah. or yeah. kind of go in deeper with him. Yeah. So one of the things you said was 
you know, you're just reading a passage and then something stands out to you. Yeah. You know, so the verse catches you. It, it catches your attention. You don't know why, but yeah, you just, don't know. there just seems to be life on that verse. It seems like God is breathing yeah. on that verse. And so you could go, mmm, that's really good. And then walk away and gulp, go about your day. You know, gulp and, and move on through the passage even. Yeah. And just swallow that thing down. Oh, yeah, that's, that's good. That's rich. And swallow it and move on. Or you stop. You start praying it. You start asking God questions about it. You start seeking the Lord for more and, and trying to engage faith and engage the Holy Spirit with questions. And boom, next thing you know, like you're really encountering Him through the Word of God. Let's do it, man. Yeah. <laughs>